A mockery filled episode of the Brain Ladle Trivia Podcast. I am your imitated host, but never duplicated, Davo. All right, who did that? <laughs> I thought it was you. I don't know. Yeah, I thought it was you too. It sounded uh, just like it was really, really close to it. So I, I'm going to blame Kells. It wow. may not have been Kells, but. I'm going to say it's his wow. impressions and ability to do good impressions is known by our legions of fans. So, Kells, why are you hating? Wow. Well, I don't know if I should appreciate uh, that kind of accusation. Just because I'm good at something doesn't mean I did it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was me, but I'm saying. We're gonna move on. Oh, aha! I'm just saying. I don't know if we amuse anybody else, but I'm glad we amuse ourselves. Well, that's the key to a good podcast: is making each other laugh. As long as that happens, somewhere our listeners will our listeners will fall in line. <laughs> well, we have a special guest no, today. We have things to do. Business. And what we have to do is welcome our returning special guest, El Jefe Jeff. <laughs> Thanks for having me again, guys. I really appreciate it. It is our genuine pleasure. And tis the season, so... I hope I'm going to bring some joy. Well, after the there last time you did this, to be seen. I could use a little joy. <laughs> oh, yeah, that one was a little dark. We're going to bring some yeah, <laughs> we, we, we would need to, you know, a car accident would be a little happier than the last one you did. So, yeah. let's try. <laughs> let's try for something a little more jolly. But since it is the Christmas season, we are going to be looking at things that are very naughty and nice. Ooh. Oh. Yes. What are we looking at? We're going to look at toys. Ooh. Who doesn't like toys? I love toys. I'm a big fan. I like toys. I'm a huge fan Neil? of toys. Uh, uh, yes. Before before we unbox these these wonderful gifts known as trivia questions, what are the rules? The rules are that we have a topic. In this case, it's toys. And then there's going to be six categories of four questions each. Each question is worth ten points. Maybe a few bonus points thrown in for good measure. And then a final question where we can bid some or all of our points and see who we can crown as our winner tonight. Jeff, take it away. All right. Well, I figured we'd start with some <coughs> classics. And our first question is going to be, at the 1939 World's Fair, this toy was introduced, although at the time it was not a toy. And it wouldn't be sold as a toy for almost 30 years. And this design brought life to your photos. So name that toy. Brought life to our photos. Hmm. I'm locked in. I gotta say, Jeff, that last part of the question was very cryptic. Yes and no. Anybody that doesn't get it's it is going to get response. <laughs> hmm. 
I'm locked in. I'm thinking something, but I can't I'm remember what pretty it's sure. <clears throat> Almost every one of us owned one of these as a child. I'm locked in. All right, Devo, what do you got? Well, when you first started reading the question, my, my very, very first thought was an Erector set. I was like, oh, yeah, that sounds like an Erector set. But that cryptic coda at the end of your question made me rethink everything. And I fell upon the light bright. Okay. Kells? I had no idea. And you said brought life to our to our photos. I was just thinking bunny ears. So I went with bunny ears. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good answer. <laughs> All right. They just put somebody on stage at the 1939 World's Fair and had them do bunny ears. I mean, it was a, the crowd it was a rough was time if you think about it. <laughs> bunny ears would <laughs> bring a lot of smiles to the crowd. So, Wait, you couldn't do it before the, the 30s because pictures took like an hour to take. So you yeah, then it's just one finger. And <laughs> who's got time for that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely more smiles, food, yeah. money. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Neil. So I was kind of looking more at the uh, the photo side of things, <clears throat> and um, the only photo related toy that I could think of is a ViewMaster. So I want the ViewMaster. Ooh, that's a great question. It's even better answer because Neil is correct. It is the view. Wow, master. I totally forgot about the view. Master. I wouldn't know what to call oh, it. That's great. <laughs> so, no, really, was that on? I had one. It's the brand name. Because yeah, I, still, I had one. I just didn't know what it was called. What's well, a view master? So what? Wow. So what was it at the World's Fair if it wasn't a toy? It was really the creation of. Uh, I didn't write his name down, but one guy that was that was working with stereoscopic imagery and they him and another guy came up with a device that would allow you to see the two images one in each eye that would give a 3d mm. effect and they thought it would be good for people that were taking pictures on vacation or you know anything like that where you had a background and a person and that's what it was marketed as and it wasn't until wow I think it was uh, 1966 when it was actually sold as a toy. Cool. Yeah, Viewmaster. Well, that's really cool. Huh? Awesome. Do you guys remember the other thing that Viewmaster made with the? It was the little movie projector that you put a cartridge in, and then you would turn the crank on the side, and you could watch like a Bugs Bunny cartoon on it. Or a peep show. I do. Oh. Question two. In 1952, this toy was born. It was more of a do-it-yourself toy and contained everything you needed except for a body. Locked in. Locked in. And there's a bonus question as well. Oh. Ooh. What Guinness World Record does this toy hold? I'm going to lock in with my bonus. Locked in with my bonus. Can I have a question one more time? Absolutely. In 1952, this toy was born. It was more of a do-it-yourself toy and contained everything you needed except for a body. <laughs> and then the bonus was, what Guinness World Record does this toy hold? All right, I'm like that. So let's see. Let's go with uh, Devo. What would you got? What was the Sorry, you're the first no, one. Your renewed answers. <laughs> yes, I'm I keeping track now. Okay. Um, I uh, I went with my answer as Meester Potato Head, and uh, as far as what Guinness record it holds, I went with most iterations, meaning that there are, it has the most combinations to make into a single toy. Ah, different eyes good. and ears and noses and stuff. Pretty good. All right. Neil? Um, I know originally the Mr. Potato Head was sold without the potato. So that was my answer for the main part. And then I just guessed that it was the best-selling toy of all time 
which I don't really think it is, but that was okay. all I could think of. Kels? Also, with Mr. Potato Head, I'm really glad I got you to ask the question again. That that really helped me out. Um, and I went with the most customizable. Okay. Well, everybody got the main question right. <clears throat> and the bonus is actually quite ridiculous. So, Mr. Potato Head holds the Guinness World Record for having received four <laughs> postal notes in the Bronx from this was in 1985. <laughs> so it holds the most votes Four. for Mr. Potato Head in a political... <laughs> yeah, and it went through so many changes. Yeah. That's why your answer was a good guess, Davo. Like, when they first came out, all of the appendages had very sharp ends on them, so you could jab them into a potato. And kids were getting hurt left and right. So eventually they started making them larger and larger until people had problems pushing them into potatoes and they realized they had to come up with a body and release a body with it. All right. Question three, what snuggly friend lights up when squeezed? Lights up when squeezed. I'm I'm locked in. Like literally lights up. I felt like, well, I figured this would be a softball question. Yeah, well, unfortunately, I have a torn rotator cuff. Someone is Tommy John. Jeez. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll lock in. All right. Davo? I believe this was Glowworm. All righty. Neil? Yeah, I think this was after I was, I was a teenager already by the time this came out, but I know there was a little weird looking glowworm thing that would light up when you squeezed it so i want glowworm and kells well this is well before my time uh i never heard of well i've heard of glowworm glowworm i had no idea what it was so i just wrote down the wrong answer which was uh teddy ruxpin because i still want one <laughs> so, so dave o'neill got that correct all right moving on to question number four what popular summer toy did NASA engineer Lonnie Johnson invent and license to the Larami Corporation? The what corporation? Larami. L-A-R-A-M-I. Laramie? Could be Laramie. No. Well, yeah, okay. I'm going to go with this. I'm locked in. Yeah, I'm locked in, too. Try not to overthink it. Can you repeat the question again? What popular summer toy did NASA engineer Lonnie Johnson invent and license to the Laramie Corporation? I'm like that. All right. Dave, I went first again. I, you know, I was, I was thinking about, you know, I remember the toy that was like a little rocket that you put, that was on like a hose and you push the, you stomp on the little plunger and it would shoot up into the sky. Oh, and that I was, was so cool. in those terms, those yeah. were pretty sweet. I was thinking in those terms, but then you said summer, and nothing says summer to me like a little palm olive on a slip and slide. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> so you could just <laughs> rock it across the lawn, maybe hit a stop sign. <laughs> yeah, just get... <laughs> So I went with the slip right. and slide. Let's go Kels. Dude, I feel like that's a way better answer than what I came up with. Uh, I was thinking water gun, so I said super soaker. All right. Oh, that's even better. Nail? That's great. Oh, no, slip and slide is great. <laughs> yeah, normally I like to think that great minds think alike, but I came up with the answer <laughs> today, though, so I'm not so sure right now. Both, both of your great minds were wrong, and Kel's got that right. Oh. <laughs> it was indeed the super soaker. Oh man, I was. I didn't even think about the slip and slide. So, what are the scores after round one? Uh, after round one, we've got uh, Kells and Devo tied with 20, and Neil has 30. Looks like we're all learning a lot tonight. Yeah. Anybody's game. All right, let's move on to category number two, which is going to be action figures. You mean dolls? Yay! Action figures. Action figures. So, question one. These four heroes in a half shell call the sewers of New York City their home. 
They are known for fighting crime, evil warlords, robots, and even aliens. And there's a bonus question. If you can name the four heroes and their respective weapons, give you two points for each one that you can get correctly. That you can match together. Oh. Yes. I'm locked in then. <laughs> I'm locked in. I'm locked in as well. So, Neil? You were talking about the <clears throat> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, or in the UK, the Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. And I I could probably name them all, but I have no idea what weapons they use. I never never watched a single one of the cartoons, or, or uh, I think I might have seen the movie once, but I have no idea. Okay. Davo? Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You have Leonardo with a katana. <laughs> you have Donatello who uses a bow staff. You have uh, Raphael who uses size. And Michelangelo who uses nunchucks. Alright. And Kels. As someone who's watched these movies an absurd amount of times, I'm sorry, to my sister who I had to watch it too because I wanted to watch it. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, Leonardo had katanas. Raphael had size. Michelangelo had nunchucks. And Donatello with the bow staff. All right. The bow staff. Everybody got the main question right. And Davo and Kells were both correct with the bonus. And I'll actually give. Ooh. We're going to give Neil two points for knowing the other name because that is a pretty cool little nugget and it's funny. Why are they called that in Britain? They did it because ninjas were considered uh, too bad, I guess. Or What? They wanted to tone it down. Is what is basically what it boils down to. It's oh. just it was it was too violent the way that it was. They called them heroes, and they also I don't know if you guys knew about the comic books when they came out. Like they were pretty dark and pretty brutal. They are, and I, for them I to get the TV, the cartoon, they had to really really tone it down a lot. And the creators, they've done you know interviews with them afterwards and. They said they would never do what they did again, even though it was successful and you know made them a lot of money. That it really compromised what they were trying to do with their stories. So, a little sadness on that too. But yeah, we'll give Neil two points for that. And so, eighteen nice. for Kels and Davo. Correct. All right, moving to question number two. What was the first toy with the classification of action hero? I'm locked in as well. Locked in. All right, Neil. G.I. Joe. All right, Davo. A real American hero, G.I. Joe. Kells. I went with Gregory Isaac Joe as well. <laughs> All of you will be correct. So moving on to question number three. In 1984, Matchbox imported this action figure into the U.S. You could purchase it as a set of five action figures, or you could purchase each one individually, and they were sold in larger figures. And when combined, they formed... The Defender of the Universe. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Alright, Kells? I'm hoping it was Voltron. Okay. Davo? Voltron. Okay. Oh, did you s Neil? I said Transformers. I thought you were asking for the name of the toy, not the particular not one particular toy. Well, I see I see. Yeah. Hold on for a sec. I'm sorry. I said Transformers <laughs> because I don't know. So, Davo and Kells are correct with Voltron. Mm -hmm. 
which is actually one of the most awesome toys ever. It is. Loved it. <laughs> Fell absolutely in love with the show when I was a youngster, and the Netflix original is even better. It is pretty good. All right, question four. This Mattel action figure line had Prince Adam as well as 150 more figures. Some other examples Whoa. include Triclops, Trapjaw, Tila, Panthor, Mechanek, and Evil Lynn, just to name a few. Locked in. I'm locked in. Locked in. All right, Kels. I went with uh, He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. All right. Davo? I should have had top billing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was He-Man. Yeah, I kind of guessed that Prince Adam, I kind of vaguely remember that that was He-Man, but I've never watched a minute of that cartoon because it looked awful. And I never had any of the toys. Because the toys looked worse than the cartoon. It was. <laughs> it wasn't good. So all three of you correct. Next time, He-Man! Yeah. Is that what that skeleton dude sounded like? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Skeletor. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I mean, for being such a buff dude, it's kind of a wimpy race he's got. All right, so what are our scores after round two? After round two, Neil has 62, and Davo and Kells both had a perfect round, but got 68. Wow. We have pulled ahead of Neil. <laughs> can, can you do smart? <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to category number three. It's going to be about movies. Yay. We all watch movies, don't we? Sure. Sometimes. I hate Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question one. <sighs> this movie is about a child who wishes upon a shooting star. He wants his new Christmas present to come to life and be his best friend. What is the name of that movie? Oh, man. Locked in. Uh, I had to get myself out of the time period of the 80s. I'm, I'm locked in. I'm locked in. And I'm still firmly in the 80s. <laughs> My Skeletor going through my cave. <laughs> you incompetent boob! <laughs> I think it's sad that all of us He-Man fans when we were youngsters didn't at the time realize that evil Lynn was really just Evelyn. <laughs> Holy crap. I was today years old when I learned yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm looking. Alrighty. Kells, what do you got for us? Well, I hope it's the movie about the Thunder Buddies for life. Uh, Ted. Alright. Davo? What? I never saw Ted. Um, I, for some reason, said Child's Play. <laughs> <laughs> I, wish for. <laughs> I wish my dog would kept alive who tried to murder me murder me with a knife. <laughs> I, I know. I know. Maybe it was Jeff L. Hefe's fascination with serial killers. <laughs> Alright, Neil. <laughs> yeah, you know, in retrospect, Ted is a is a much better answer. I didn't I guess I didn't realize that Ted was a uh, a Christmas gift, if if that actually is the right answer. I went with what I know is a wrong answer and said a Christmas story because thinking it might be kind of fun to have a BB gun that comes to life. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Much like Child's Play. <laughs> so, Kells, you are correct. It is Ted. Oh. I was kind of trying to think of a Christmas movie, and Ted is definitely not a Christmas movie. No, it's not. not. It is not. So, question two. 
Unemployed journalist Jack Brown is attempting to make ends meet as the night janitor in a ritzy department store owned by Louisiana millionaire U.S. Bates. On his annual visit to his father's store, Bates' pampered son, Eric, is told he can choose one item in the toy department. To everyone's horror, he chooses Jack. What's that movie called? I'm locked in on that one. (laughs) <laughs> that movie's called Problematic. <laughs> but uh, I'm locked in. <laughs> All right, Neil. Yeah, I think the most problematic part is that 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 man in question was a African American named uh, uh, Richard Pryor, I believe, and the, the movie in question was The Toy. All right, Kels. Um, I just want to bring up that uh, Jackie Gleason's son in this movie was referred to as Master Bates. <laughs> for, for those that never that never put that together. Oh, but I also went with the toy. <laughs> and Davo. <I'm> t- <laughs> so we're going to file this movie under social satire that doesn't work. <laughs> The toy. And all three of you would be very correct. <laughs> Definitely not a movie you would make nowadays. And probably shouldn't have been made back then. <laughs> no. No. Alright, question three. This American horror film franchise which focuses on a group of anthropomorphic puppets animated by Egyptian Spell. Each is equipped with its own unique dangerous device and are represented as heroes, anti-heroes, and antagonists. I'm like that. And there's a bonus question. How many movies are in this franchise? (laughs) Yikes. Okay, I'm like that. I'm locked in. I feel like I went one over, though. I'm locked in. All right, Kels? One with the Puppet Master. And I I wrote down seven. Okay. Dave? Oh, Kels. (laughs) (laughs) You're so naive. (laughs) I... I, Well, I'm I'm even more naive then because I wrote down Puppet Master and six. <laughs> Not long, well, several years ago, I think I was uh, at like a Dollar General or something, and they had in their their uh, their bins the Puppet Master complete collection. <clears throat> I don't. I think there's one or two maybe that came out since then. But my answer is Puppet Master, and I'm gonna say that there have been 13 movies. Good lord. Holy <laughs> Hannah. Neil, you are an enigma. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Bambi Dollar General. <laughs> oh, <that's> <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Alright, so question number four. What is the name of the short animated film that launched the Toy Story franchise? I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Um, <clears throat> so what's the name of the short? Yes. I'm locked in. Alrighty. Dave, what do you got? It's a little lamp. And the little lamp is hopping around. There's a mama lamp and a baby lamp, and the they're playing with a ball. And I, <laughs> for some reason, got hung up on the word Luxor, but that's a casino. <laughs> and I was thinking it started with L. <laughs> it's a casino, name? among other things. It was also Egyptian. Yeah. Go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I went with the L theme, and it was a lamp, so I went with Lumen. But I know that's not right. And I'm going to kick myself when I hear it. Kels? 
uh, well, unlike Davo, I had no idea. So I just went with, I went with while you were away. All right, Neil? Yeah, I was kind of on the same line of, of thought as Davo, but I came up with a slightly different answer. Instead of Luxor, I went with Luxo. I think that's thought that was the name of no. the little lamp. Was Luxo? No. <laughs> Is that a hopeful no? Okay, or apparently. No. <laughs> so everybody is incorrect. It was actually called Tin Toy, and it, the story. Oh, it's the little toy soldier. It was told from it's his the little toy soldier. The whole story was. Yeah. Okay. I was. Luxo was. I guess that was just the Pixar, just a Pixar thing. Like that's like that lamp, Pixar logo yeah. or mascot or something, right? Yeah, and it was Luxo, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah, because that hit a bone, and I was like, "Oh my god!" If Neil gets this right, I may have to drive to his house. Put your bags. <laughs> <laughs> so at the end of round three where are our scores at we've got Neil with 84 Devo with 88 and Kells with 98 taking the lead ah, that's a very close game huh? oh good game yeah alright so the <laughs> next category we might have got a hold of Santa's oh boy. list of toys <laughs> 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 Saucy. <laughs> Very saucy. <laughs> so, question one. This member of the Super Soaker family released with immediate controversy from its commercial. The commercial depicts a child wielding this toy and firing a white gooey substance on unsuspecting oh bystanders. The commercial ends with the narrator stating, oh Major God. pumping required. <laughs> What was the name of the yeah. I do not. And oh, I <laughs> I'm scared to answer anything. I'm locked in. Oh, I can't remember what the name of the. Alrighty then. I think we're all locked in. Alright, let's go with Kells. What do you got? Uh, I wrote down the Soak Master 3000. Alright. Neil? I have no idea whatsoever. I've never heard of this. But based on your description, I think they should have called it the ejaculator. Oh. <laughs> Can I say that? Wow. I mean, I'm glad you did, so I didn't have to. So. <laughs> Davo? I went with the gunker. That's pretty good, too. So, nobody got that correct. But it was called the Oozinator. <laughs> See, guys. See, it tried oh. to capitalize on the slime. You know, there was that slime period yeah. where slime was popular. Y'all. We tried to keep this <laughs> as family oriented yeah. as possible. And Anthony did help with this a lot. It's a shame he couldn't be here. Big shout out. So, shout out to Anthony. Question number two. This broom toy original model was removed from toy shelves due to its vibrating capabilities. It has since been replaced with a nine vibrating model. Name that broom. I'm like that. Um, locked in. No, yeah, I'll, I'll lock in. I have no idea. All right, Neil. So I don't really know this, <clears throat> but. Based on the fact that it was a vibrating, I figured it was pretty recent, and the only recent toys, toy flying brooms I could think of was Harry Potter. So I guessed the Nimbus 2000. All right. Kells? I also went the Harry Potter route, and I just wrote Nimbus. I, I didn't know the number, so I, I just got Nimbus. All right. Devo? Um, I echo Kells. I went with the Nimbus. I have no idea what the number is. Neil, you got it 100% correct. And I feel like 
Davo and Kells should get half credit for that. It, it was the Harry Potter Nimbus 2000. Alright, question number three. So this toy, you would make her grow from a young girl to a teenager in seconds. And that was the catchphrase. It was released by Mattel in 1975. I, I don't like where this is going. Um, just think of controversial toys. All of these toys were somewhat controversial. Like and granted, I wasn't even born in 1975, but I do remember this because as a child, it it got around and it was hilarious. <laughs> I'm sort of locked in. I'll lock in. All right, Davo. I vaguely, vaguely remember hearing of this toy. I, I was born in 76, so I vaguely remember the toy. Um, you could, it's like legs would extend and its hair would grow longer and it would just like grow up. I have no <laughs> idea what the name of the toy was. So I said Veronica, because that sounds like a nice girl toy. <laughs> right. I don't know. Nail? The only pre, preteen or teenage, young, young girl doll that I could think of was, um, uh, Barbie's little sister, but for the life of me, I can't remember what her name was. Oh, so I just answered okay. Barbie's little sister. Well, I, I don't, I don't feel bad now about my answer because I was thinking the same thing as Neil, but I knew her name, and I believe her name is Skipper. <laughs> Curses! All right, so <clears throat> Kells was correct. It, it's it's actually the growing up Skipper. There's there's tons of Skippers out there. But uh, I'll take I feel like you should get points for that. <laughs> and so for for a bonus, okay. though. So it was a Barbie doll. Basically. What changed on this doll, and how was it accomplished? Like what 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 made it controversial? What was its superpower? We do we, you know we are locking? Are we locking in for this, or are we just spit on the answer? <laughs> Let's go ahead and keep some order. So you want to know what the change was and how it happened? <laughs> exactly. Okay. Oh, so we don't want chaos in here. Yep. Okay. I'm gonna give you five points if you can get it. Yeah, I'm gonna lock in too. I'm going to lock in. Um, I'll lock in. All right, Davo? Well, I uh, if you're going to spark some controversy, I'm going to say there's some puberty going on, and during puberty, young women tend to blossom, and I'm going to say breasts. Do you know so, how it happened? Like the mechanism? Uh, yeah. Well, the, you want the mechanical mechanism behind it. Oh, um, I don't know, 75. I'm going to say air. I'm going to say it's a pump. Okay. We got uh, Kells next. I also um, said that the rest would get bigger. And I didn't think air. I, so I just said puberty. <laughs> <laughs> so Skipper was one of the... Uh... One of the puppet masters dolls, and, and actually, hey, had hormonal changes. I mean, this is thirteen movies they have to do something. Right. <laughs> One of they got rid of that doll. All right, Neil. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I assumed that it was her her uh, chet, her breast that got larger, and I figured it would it either had to be like water, like they soaked up water. But that seems like it would be really messy, so the only other thing I could think of is uh, that it was air that would get pumped into her chestal area. Okay, well, so you all got the easy part of it. But what it actually was, was you would spin her arm around. It was just mechanical. It's like a crank? Push her breasts out. <laughs> oh, so it was actually a pump? It was just oh my like God. physical? Yep. Um. Yes. 
very controversial toy. And we're going to move on to our last one, which might even be a little bit worse, <laughs> but... In 1982, Knickerbocker Toy Company made this movie's famous alien's appendage into a toy. I'm like the alien and the appendage. Locked in. Locked in. Alrighty, Kels. I went with E.T. And the appendage would be a finger. Alright, Davo. E.T.'s finger. And Neil. My first thought was uh, the from the movie Alien, and there's all kinds of appendages that it could have been, but I thought that that was actually a little bit too early for a 1982 toy, so I ended up with the rest of the guys and E.T.'s finger. And you all would be correct. So what was the controversial part? So, in answer to your question, Neil, about what was so controversial about the toy, I Google the toy. Oh, don't do that at work. No. <laughs> All right, I got to look at this. What, it's just yes. the finger? There are tons of them on eBay for sale, though. <laughs> yes, it's just the finger. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> so hopefully that was a fun category. <laughs> what are the scores after round four? The scores are Deva with 103, Neil with 104, and Kells with 123. He's starting to pull away a little bit. It's still a very <laughs> close game. It's nice. 104? <laughs> yeah. You have 103. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> That's why 104 doesn't make me uh, happy. 103 make you happy? Because I'm not especially proud of the 105. Wow. All yeah, right, let's, moving let's on move to on. category. Yes. Category number five. We're calling this Dangerous Toys. Something Neil might be a little familiar with. These are toys that were recalled. So question one. In 1997, this popular doll was voluntarily recalled by Mattel due to complaints that people were getting their hair and fingers stuck in the mouth of the dolls. And for a bonus question, within 10,000, approximately how many of these dolls were sold at the time of recall? What year was it? 1997. Yeah, a couple of the accidents were actually kind of brutal. Oh, man, I'm, I'm, I'm locked into. I don't know. I'm just guessing. So I'm locked in. All righty, Neil, what do you got? Uh, I have no idea. I guess Teddy Ruxpin, but I know that's way too late for him. All right, Kels? I, I guess Baby Alive, and I said uh, 300,000. Davo? I also wrote Teddy Ruxpin because apparently Neil and I were both kind of terrified by that moving monstrosity. <laughs> and I said 200,000. Well, it was actually Snack Time Cabbage Patch Kid. And it was 500,000. Oh, man, I remember that. How many? 500,000. I, <laughs> I remember that monster. Just come with like fries and stick it I in his mouth. And, like the mouth made of mechanical yeah. rollers. So like it bit down and then Ooh. it pulled inwards. Uh, yeah, yeah, I can see how they can get ugly fast. Yeah, what's the worst that could happen? It's a mess of <laughs> Getting the skin peeled off your finger. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Alright, question two. This toy came in a multitude of colors, and it was meant to enhance and develop a kid's creativity. The beads fused together when water was added to create pictures. It was later recalled due to the beads becoming toxic when ingested. Some of the symptoms included nausea, vomiting, loss of consciousness, and falling into a coma. Jeez, what toy is this? 
and for a bonus during an investigation on the product its chemical compound was found to also be used as a well-known date rape drug wow what this is all true can't make it up well, I guess you can <laughs> but it's not uh, I'm here to spit truce tonight Jesus <laughs> I'm locked in I'm also locked in I'm locked in alright Deva what do you got well, I genuinely had no idea so <laughs> my answer will either be uh, baby's first rohibnol or <laughs> devil beats alright Kells I went with the oozinator <laughs> I just wanted to use it again. I also had never heard of this, have no idea. But based on your description, I would have called them aqua beads. Oh, Neil, you are so close. <laughs> they were actually called aqua dots. Ooh. And the chemical compound found in it was gamma hydroxybutyrate, which is commonly known as GHB. Wow. <laughs> you gotta love this. the 70s and 80s. Oh People just God. didn't care. <laughs> that is the worst. I guess they didn't know. I don't know. Alright, question number three. This toy had extremely sharp weighted points that children threw in the yard. They caused the death of at least three children and were banned in the U.S. once in the 80s. But the manufacturer challenged the band was able to continue selling the product as long as they were only marketed to adults. One parent who lost his daughter in an accident with this toy eventually I'm convinced the CPSC to ban this product outright and pull them from store shelves. Yeah, I'm locked in. All right, Davo. I remember playing with these. <laughs> they were terrifying. Lawn darts. Alright. Neil? I also said lawn darts. And Kells. I could think of no other sharp object that I'd throw in a yard, so I said lawn darts. And all three of you would be correct. Those are toys? Yeah. It was a game. It was a summer game. Yeah. So I love yarn lawn darts when we were kids. Unless your friends were jerks <laughs> which I guess most of us had jerk friends <laughs> never played chicken I'm with lawn sure darts <laughs> everybody played chicken with lawn darts I never had oh, really any. no I never played or had friends that had any all right last question in this category so to girls these dolls were everything pretty and dainty to use them, you had to insert the doll by the feet into a launch pad, pull a cord, and send the doll and send the doll twirling and flying into the air. While amusing, the toy caused eye injuries, including scratch corneas and incidents of temporary blindness, broken teeth, a mild concussion, a broken rib, and facial facial lacerations that required stitches. Uh <laughs> The company that made this toy, Galoob, received 170 reports of the dolls striking children and adults, resulting in 150 injuries. I, I know exactly which. I have no idea what these things are called. Locked in. Locked in. Locked in. All right, Davo. So there's a pretty funny gif. <laughs> or GIF, depending on your persuasion, of the, this toy going, that's gone around where they, the little girl you know, pulls a little string and it goes flying and it's Christmas morning. You can see the Christmas tree in the background. And it goes flying, flying, flying and lands in the fireplace. It's hilarious. So I love it. It, it. it is pretty funny. I don't remember what those things are called. So I wrote Flying Fairy Princesses. All right. Kells? I went with Rocket Roberta. <laughs> that sounds like an evil Pokemon trainer. It does. Neil? 
<laughs> I went with a more boring and more descriptive twirly dolls. <laughs> so you guys were all a little bit close, I guess, but they were called Sky Dancers Flying Dolls. Sky Dancers. And that is one of the funniest gifs, gifs, <laughs> whatever you want to call it, you can find on the internet if you get a chance to Google that. <laughs> Okay, so at the end of round five, what are our scores? Our scores are 113 for Devo, 114 for Neil, and 133 for Kells. Wow. Seems to be one of the closest games I can remember. Everybody's neck and neck. All right, so the final question... We're still going to stay on the darker side a little bit, but this is pretty interesting. (laughs) (laughs) I'm good. I'm good. So this category is called Gilbert Toys Doesn't Think Safety is Fun. Now, one of their toys in this category was actually recalled, but surprisingly enough, the other ones were not. And if you didn't know, Gilbert Toys was the creator of the Erector set. So, bringing it back around. They're, they're a pretty big name in toys. So, question one This toy set first had to reach its softening point, which is around 1,000 degrees Fahrenheit. The instructions encourage children to use and form this with their bare hands in order to carry out a series of wildly irresponsible experiments (laughs) detailed in the manual. (laughs) These are real toys for children. (laughs) And I will let you know that all of the answers in this category will begin with Gilbert. Because Albert Gilbert loved putting his name out there. I'm locking in with something. Ages three to seven. <laughs> glass blowing kit. And who are we waiting for? Yeah, Alright. Davo, what do you got? I I wrote down which now in hindsight sounds like a Dr. Seuss character. Gilbert Gloop. Neil? So it's really funny what Davo just said because I was trying to think what softens at a thousand degrees and it seems like that's too cold for most metals. And but it seemed like it was about right for glass, so I actually answered the Gilbert glass blowing kit. Are you <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, Kells. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you ready for me? I just, I just yeah. put the Gilbert Adobe set. Well, hilariously enough, Neil is correct, and I thought Davo was going to go with what he said. What? What? Oh, that's so dumb! Oh my god! A glass blowing kit for kids. Don't they do that like in community colleges? Can't you like learn how to? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about back in the fifties. Oh my god! You had to be hardcore when you were a child. Oh man! <sighs> War as hell. Oh! <laughs> it's amazing our fathers survived their childhood. You know. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> well, it, it also explains why that generation thinks Just... this generation are a bunch of pansies. <laughs> they played with red hot glass when they were five. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. Question two. 
this toy was sold between 1950 and 1951 and had less than 5,000 units sold. The company claimed low sales was because it was more appropriate for people with an educational background rather than the younger market, not because it was sold with jars containing uranium bearing ore samples. What the hell is. <laughs> I told you, Younger Toys does not think safety is fun. And you can still buy this on eBay. Oh. <laughs> Homeland Security will be at your door. I'm <laughs> I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Locked in. All right, Davo. <laughs> I I I I just am so flummoxed right now. Uh, I. I went with the Gilbert chemistry set. Okay. Neil? I went alliteratively like the last one was and went with the Gilbert Geiger counter. Oh, my God. If you got this again, I'm going to be so mad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Kells? I said the Gilbert Saturn excavations set. All right. Kells and Davo, I need you guys to let me know if you want to give Neil half points. He did not get the name right, but <laughs> the kit did come with a Geiger counter. <laughs> so you could search for radiation in your home and also do experiments with the uranium that was provided. It was actually called the Gilbert Atomic Energy Lab. I'm willing to give him half credit for that. <laughs> That is fantastic. I'm ridiculous. gonna give him half credit. That yeah. <laughs> Are we living in Fallout? This feels like we're playing a video game right now. Oh. Jesus. <laughs> I think Professor Gilbert was an ancient ancestor of Professor Farnsworth. <laughs> All right. You guys like heat, right? Let's go on to question number three. This high-temperature toy was used to create lead armies. The set came with 32 different lead molds and was advertised that the soldiers could be colored and painted. The only warning given for the product was not to pour water on molten metal. So what was the name of this kit? <laughs> because it might splash on you. You know, things that you tell a child. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. <laughs> <laughs> Neil, I'm what do you got in. for us now? <laughs> I mean, he, he seems to kind of go for descriptive names, so I answered the Gilbert lead casting kit. All right. Kels? I went with the Gilbert bullet forge. Good answer. <laughs> David, <laughs> I I went with the Gilbert Hellfire Crucible. Uh, this is another one where you can get decide if Neil gets half points. This is this is getting ridiculous. So there were, there was actually three names that it came out under, and it was uh, Gilbert Caster Kit Junior. Yeah. The Gilbert metal yeah. casting set or the Gilbert casting What was your answer, Neil? I said the Gilbert lead casting kit. Yeah, I'm I'm cool with yeah. you. Yeah. I, th I think he should get full credit because he said casting. So, okay. <laughs> so, full points for Neil. Alright, so question number four. <clears throat> this set, which started selling in 1936 could allow you to become a terrorist or an assassin. It came with recipes for gunpowder and also contained sodium cyanide. I'm locked in. Which, if you didn't know, is bad. So this is a set? Yes. Locked in. I'm uh, locked in. Okay, Neil, what do you got? 
I'm just going to keep going with the obvious and answering the Gilbert chemistry set. Okay. Davo? I went with the Gilbert spy kit. <laughs> but it's probably the Gilbert chemistry set, my answer <laughs> question two. Kels? I was in the same vein as Davo. I said the Gilbert uh, Jr. spy kit. All right. And Neil is correct. Of course he is. I, I think oh, his name is diabolical, Neil. He was describing chemicals. I mean, he, he said you could be an assassin, but that's just because it has poisonous chemicals in it, not because it was teaching you how to like go around and slit people's throats. We don't know that yet. That's true. <laughs> that's what I. Well, that's what I took from from what he said. Yeah. All right, so what are the scores at the end of regulation? Well, I got to say there was some movement in that <laughs> round. The, the scores are Dave still has 133. I'm sorry, Davo still has 113. Kells still has 133. And I moved up to 149. Wow. Nice. Anybody's game. <laughs> definitely is all right so moving into the final question the category is going to be who made this Ooh. i'm uh, locked in with my way <laughs> me too locked I'm in. Locked in. okay so what i'm going to do is i am going to name 10 toys you are going to tell me the company that makes them and you will get full credit. I'm going to name 10. You're going to get full credit if you name 6 out of 10. Are there duplicates? Um, There is. Okay. Number 1 is Lego. Number 2 is Barbie. Number 3 is My Little Pony. Number 4 is GoBots. Number five is Power Rangers. Number six are the Star Wars action figures. Number seven is Rubik's Cube. Number eight is Hot Wheels. Number nine is Matchbox Cars. And number ten is Etch-A-Sketch. And I guess I should clarify, these are the original companies, because nowadays there's like six toy companies that own everything um um, I'm well, um how are we all doing I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and stop the bleed okay. i'm locked in i'm locked in if i didn't say that earlier oh okay so number one lego is lego company got it got it yay all right, number two, Barbie is Mattel. Got it. Got, Got it. it. Number three, My Little Pony, Hasbro. Ooh, don't get Got it. Got it. <laughs> number four, GoBots was Tonka. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Got it. Love those GoBots. Else. Those were great. <laughs> they were metal. They were metal. <laughs> that was the best part about them. Uh, Step on one of those bad boys. <laughs> number five, Power Rangers, was Bandai. Got it. Don't got it. Yeah. Number six, the Star Wars action figures, was Kenner. Don't got, got it. it. Nope. <laughs> number seven, the Rubik's Cube. Was the ideal toy company? Don't get it at all. Uh, now I remember that now, but I didn't get it. Number eight, Hot Wheels, was Mattel. Don't yeah, get it at all. Number nine, Matchbox Cars, was Lesney <laughs> Products. <laughs> I did oh, not God. get that one. Did not get that. And which is funny now, Matchbox and Hot Wheels are both owned by Mattel. And number 10, Etch-A-Sketch, was the Ohio Art Company. I did not get that. Oh, man. Yeah. God, I remember seeing that. 
I always thought it was weird that it's like they make one toy in Ohio and it was the Etch-A-Sketch. <laughs> That's what I thought when I was a kid. Kels, did you get that one? So it sounds like everybody... Kels, did you get six of them? I got five. Dave and O'Neill both got six, though, right? I squeaked by with six, yeah. I got six. Nice. Congratulations, guys. <laughs> what were the wagers? Oh, 17. 17 <laughs> takes you to 116. I wagered... 49 to get to 198 and Deva 100 100 gives you to 213 nice woohoo you know your, you know your toys Devo. I do <laughs> I do I like toys <laughs> those were excellent questions I will never forget the Gilbert Toy Company for as long as I live it's a great conversation starter or ender, depending on who you're talking to. So if you, everybody out there listening, want to uh, teach your children to blow glass or discover radioactive materials, you can check us out on Twitter <laughs> at Ladlebrain. You can check us out on Facebook. We have a Patreon, should you choose to throw a few ducats our way. We love all of our listeners regardless. No ducats required. We have individual email accounts that you can hit us up with. Uh, questions, comments, anything you like. And we have a website. BrainLadleTrivia.com Jeff El Jefe, the bringer of the light and the bringer of the dark. Thank you so much for your wonderful questions. No problem. You ho, usually ho, ho, say everybody. my name, Devo. I hope your Christmas and holiday is very nice. Yeah. You have changed the game. Please tell me. <laughs> it sounds like it'll be very nice. So to... <laughs> so to Liz and Lexi and Susan L and Randy <laughs> and David and Jonathan and all the wonderful listeners out there, this is Davo with Kells. Uh, don't sweat the petty stuff and don't pet the sweaty stuff. Jeff... That's actually pretty good advice. And Neil. <laughs> uh, somebody all try to figure out what the difference between a Transformer and a Voltron is. Signing off. The preceding podcast was presented by Brain Ladle Productions. All rights reserved.